Well, a younger gentleman. I wish I, I wish I didn't have this big heart. People just do nothing but hurt. Anybody can dream the dream. Anybody can have a goal, but see. You're gonna be a neighborhood hero. You just keep shining. Hey, what's going on, man? This is Will Z Titwell with Speak Up Z, and you are now tuned into the Z Speaks the podcast, man. Man, the podcast where we talk about real things for real people. Um, everything from life to business to mental health. And everything else in between. Um, I'm really excited about this, man. This is the, this is a version of our neighborhood hero series, bro. Where it's not about me. I don't get on here talking about my life or my story or trying to be deep and philosophical and shit like I do on the internet. Um, this is where, man, I bring in other voices, man, other bosses, other movers, creators, movers and shakers, um, that are doing dope shit, but don't always get the recognition that they deserve, or they just so busy working they don't care about the recognition, right? Whether it's local, whether it's across the country, or you know what I'm saying, wherever the case may be. But um. I'm really, really excited about today's episode, man. So, uh, without further ado, come on to the screen, man. Let them see yeah. who we're yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My dog. What up, baby? What up, though? What up, man? For real. What up, man, Jay Taylor. No other than Jay Taylor, man. What's yeah. up, bro? What's up with it? Silly, man. You feel appreciate me? Thank you for having me, man. Man, I appreciate you for coming on, man. Like been happening a long been time. having, bro. Yeah. But everything is divine time. For sure. You did. For sure. For sure. For but sure. from the crib to the D, we here, man. We here, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, but for the people that don't know you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Can you just give them a brief introduction of just who you are? Where you from and a little bit about what you do. Man, the man, the myth, the legend. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, for real, for real. So, like, a lot of people may know me from, man, if you know me, I'm from Little Rock, born and raised. Yep. So, some people still know me as an athlete. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Some people still know me as the party promoter. Some people still know me yep. as the radio host, DJ. Uh, now they know me as the, the yep. trainer. You know what I mean? Yep. So, um, I'm all of them. <laughs> Literally. I'm all of them. Literally. Yeah. That's such a that's such a bar, bro. And that's not even one of the questions I have prepared, but you just said something so valuable just right there. How do you how do you balance that, bro? Because you got different crowds that you know. You got your partners you grew up with. Yeah. You got people that you met in your professional room. Mm-hmm. And all so how do you balance all of those titles, all of those things and how people see you? How do you balance all that, bro? Man, what's crazy, honestly and truly, yeah. like the balancing just kind of happens on its own. Yeah. If you focus on what you're doing, you're going to balance or something going to fall to the wayside Literally. or one going to uh, outweigh the other, just, just the natural order of, yep. of things. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. At one point in time, I, I tell this story all the time. At one point in time, man, I was working a full-time job at Verizon. I was That's going crazy. straight to the radio station and then going to the club right after. That's crazy. And so people are like, how you balance? Like, I'm taking one hat off, take one, put one on. Like, I'm on the phones, like, yeah, thank you for calling Verizon. I can help you. Wow. You know what I mean? Then I get on the radio, yo, what's going on, Hollywood J. Taylor? Then I go to the club and I'm on the mic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and so, now don't get me wrong, they all go hand in hand. Of course. Like, I'm a firm believer in that's just communications. All of it. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. Whether I'm on the phone helping a customer fix their phone or, you know what I'm saying, talking to you on the radio, playing your favorite joint. Yep. So it's like, um, I always knew that my gift was either speaking to people, um, bringing people together, yep. entertainment, yep. Uh, in some shape, form, or fashion. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So, um, yeah, the balancing, like I said, the balancing take care of itself. Take care of itself. Yep. You know, and you know what? You just said you was doing, working 12, 15-hour days, oh, yeah, doing sure. all that stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but people yeah. people don't know, like, when they driving in their car and they hear you on the, hear you on the radio doing yeah. your thing. They think that's all I do. Exactly. Or they think that, oh, he he's just super famous. Yeah. They don't yeah. even know. I got to go right after this. I'm going to go do something completely different. 
Nah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's crazy. Um, those that know, know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? The people that's watching this that know me and know uh know what the industry really like, right? They know they know what it is. So um it's um at the time, man, it's crazy. Ooh, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I was just going back through my old pictures and mm-hmm. I was on the radio twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. Uh that's a long time ago. But like what we picked up, what we left off at, as I was asking you about, bro, is because people thought that just because they they heard you on the radio every day, they yeah. saw you packing out these places. Yeah. They thought that, oh, Jade already on. Yeah. But you were still in full on grind mode back then. Can you kind For of sure. speak to that misperception that people might have about that, bro? Man, so those that know, know. You know what I mean? Like my partners, some of my best friends. Right. Like they know, man, that uh, radio industry to this day don't pay. Don't. It's a facade. You feel me? Uh, they don't. They don't. A lot top, of people don't get paid for that. It's the top three percent. If you you got to be doing New York radio or New Jersey East Coast. So you got to be like Breakfast Club, Club. the Breakfast Clubs, the Ricky Smileys. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's the what? top three to five percent. It's only really getting paid. Uh, anybody else who's doing radio is should be strictly using it for like leverage. That's what I was going to ask. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and so my first job on radio, Streets 101, man. R.I.P. My dog, DJ No Name. Um, man. gave me opportunity, but Lazy. it was it was RIP, a, man. a show. But it's it was crazy. it was a free op- it was free opportunity. Mm-hmm. So like at the time, I was doing parties. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like this thing about radio, twenty thirteen. I graduated high school in two thousand seven. So I'm throwing parties and I'm promoting my parties on the radio. Um, oh, yeah, and I voiced genius. over. Yeah, I did. I did all my own voiceovers and everything. So you got to like look at it like, they're like, yo, you thought about doing radio? And I'm like, nah, I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, opportunity came. He was like, man, you really should. You really should give it a shot. And I was like, all right, bet. I had got done with ball. I was fully done with ball. And uh, like I said, I was working. Mm-hmm. And so it was a, it was no pay. It was four hours out of my day, every day. Um, and it was really longer than that because I had to learn. Like, so you know, I had to put the hours in. So um, that's a whole other conversation, put the hours in. But uh, but no, nah, man, it, it didn't pay. So, of course, I worked a regular job and I still had the parties going. So when I talk about leverage, I use the radio as leverage because if I'm on the radio, yeah. I got a direct uh, pipeline to people that's listening to the radio. That's not on Facebook. That's not on Twitter. That wasn't on any social medias. So I understood how the game worked. Like, you know what I mean? If it's guerrilla marketing, then mm-hmm. you got to tap into the people mm-hmm. the whole way. Absolutely. That's radio, TV. That's in person. That's the whole nine. Yep. So, um, I mean, that was just my thing. Radio at the time was leverage for me. I happened to be good at it, but genius, I mean, man. it was leverage. And you know what? I guarantee majority of people, if they would have heard Oh, I get to be on the radio, but I don't get paid for it. They, they wouldn't have no. did it. They would have said no. They wouldn't have did it. I know a lot of people that say no. Real talk. Yeah. Not even knowing, like you said, hey, if I got, I'm just going to use it as a platform to boost everything else I got going. That's it. Don't don't think it's just, just as a one-stop shop. This is a this is a great opportunity for most people. It was the opportunity for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But for you, though, like, how do you feel like you transitioning from radio yep. to, to, to retail, to sales, yep. to to events to you know what i mean to entertainment to now being one of the top trainers in texas yep how do you feel like everything you've done in your career has shaped you to kind of what you're doing now like what like what do you pull from radio that kind of makes you one of the best trainers? what do you pull from being an entertainment that makes you do what you do so great like how do you feel like that shaped you and who you are it's all about people yeah you know what i'm saying that's it when I think about customer service, like right. when you think about it, it's customer service. It's all customer service. Whether how you look at it, no matter it's what, it's all customer service based. Yeah. So whether I'm training my client one on one, yeah, that's customer service. If I'm on the phone helping you, that's customer service. If you paying me to come to my party, yeah, 
I you are paying for my customer service. Absolutely. Um, and so I think that my ability to really understand and grasp the concept of what I was doing and why mm-hmm. I was doing it, mm-hmm. it helped me along the way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So a lot of people in my position would have took it and like looked at them in different like different aspects with right. different lenses. Right. But I literally looked through all of them through the same lens. And like and that's what worked for me. Wow. <laughs> That's such a that's such a bar, bro. Bro, the same lens. I mean, so it's like when I first did radio, yeah. and I wanted to talk to everybody, yeah. I wanted to meet everybody, I want everybody to know who I was. Right. That's the same approach that I had when I start first started throwing parties in two thousand and five. Ah, you still in high school? I was in high school. I was a Damn. sophomore, and I only started throwing parties because um, Mills at the time was on uh, probation. We couldn't have events, school-based events, for two years. So I took it upon myself because of the riot and uh. At 2004, somebody got shot at like a school-based event. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So like, boom, we on probation. I was like, all right, bet. Well, they ain't say nothing about off-campus events. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So there we go. And they so, looking for something to do anyway. That's just what it was. We was just having fun with my friends. That was it. You know what I mean? Um, so it's like, I always, like I said, I looked at it through the same lens. I knew that if I could do right by people. Yeah. The rest would come. Yep. Like if you came to my party and it was a hundred people, and I feel like, all right, I gotta speak to all hundred. Yep. I gotta make sure everybody good. Yep. And at the time we high school, so I gotta make sure all y'all get home safe. Yep. Cause like I'm literally I'm a 17-year-old kid and yep. people's moms is pulling up on me, like, my baby coming to your party. Make sure he's straight or she's straight. I'm like, yes, ma'am, they good. We got security, he's straight, we're having a good time. Like nobody on that. And so, I mean, you think about it, it's the same thing. Yep. Same thing. Pre-draft. Somebody come to me right now, trying to go to NFL. Yep. Guess who coming with them? Their mom and dad. My, same I put my baby in your hands. Same conversation. Absolutely. Hey man, and that's one of my, my that's right crazy, that's crazy, that's crazy, that's crazy, <laughs> crazy, because that's that literally one of the like, and it's kind of it's kind of down the show, but it's, you brought it up, so you might as yep. well go there real yep. quick. You, do you ever feel any like added pressure when you when this person come to you, yep. and they got the opportunity to go to be a millionaire? Yeah, they got a chance to go play in the highest form of the sport. Yeah. Is there any pressure that comes with that, knowing like I'm the guy responsible for them being able to be at peak performance? Did that ever like creep in your mind at all? Not anymore. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean. You're really good at what you do. I'm really good at what I do. You know what I'm saying? Talk and so talk. now, And so now the confidence factor is just kind of higher than the, the doubt. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I first did it, it's like, all right, bet. I'm laser focused. Like people tell you, like when I first took on my first pre-draft, like I didn't do nothing. I worked six days a week. I had one off day, and my off day was to prepare for the week. And I did that for like 10 weeks straight just to make sure that I didn't mess nothing up. Right. I wanted to answer the phone. If any one of my guys called me, I wanted to answer the phone. If any of them need to go get extra recovery, I need to be at the gym. Like, mm-hmm. that goes back to putting hours in. Nobody nobody really want to put the hours in. Let's, let's be honest. No, they don't. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of sacrifices. Uh, you're going to miss a lot of parties. You're going to miss a lot of this, a lot of that. You know what I mean? But... Um, Man, listen, bro, you just, if that's what you want to do, you got to put the hours in. Real talk. Simple. Real talk. And, and you know what, bro? And, and we're going to say this real quick and we'll go to a quick commercial. But, like, I think one of the biggest things, especially in, like, black-owned businesses, mm-hmm. black-owned entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. you said something so valuable. We don't take pride in, in customer service anymore. Mm-mm. We just put a, some, a brand together. They focus we, on the money. Absolutely. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they was like, you know, so-and-so is really, really good at what they do. Mm-hmm. But it's sometimes it feels like they so focused on the bread, they half-ass me on the, the delivery or whatever I'm supposed to be getting from them. That part. You feel me? And it's like, do you wonder why people don't want to come back? Because what people don't get is that 
Yeah, you gonna you might get this invoice paid today. That's right. But if it was if you don't treat me right, it'll be the last one you get. That's the last one you me. get. You'll never and, and the biggest thing that, that makes a business go is reoccurring customers. Why do you think people go back to Chick-fil-A? Hundred percent. It, it ain't because they got the best food. They don't. It's the entire experience from the time you turn into the lot. Yep. They don't even think about this. They don't even wait till you get to the intercom to take your order. Nope. Because they don't want to inconvenience you in your time. They waiting on you. They come to your window, bro. Yep. And take your order. And they, and you know, no matter how busy they are, you're gonna be there less than five to ten minutes. You gonna get in easy. Out. Nobody gonna have no attitude. I ain't met a worker yet. Just had a bad day. Yep. Or, or let me know it anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, they come. Hey, how you doing? What can I get for you? Yes, thank you. Have a great day. Boom. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. You're you're my pleasure. Whatever they say. Absolutely. And they gone. Yeah, bro, I, and I think that's just so valuable. Everything you just said, man. But another question I have for you, bro. Personal brand is almost just as important as the building the brand of your business. When you made that transition from Little Rock to Dallas, yeah, and full on took this on to be one of the top trainers to be in athletics full on, like you really gave it everything you got. Yeah, did you almost have to like rebrand yourself? And like rebirth yourself in a way to like now be doing what you're doing, bro. Did you have to do that almost? Man, that's, like, yeah, that's crazy you said it. Yeah. Because uh like I literally uh explained that transition that exact way. Yeah. I was like, bro, uh I shed a layer, like a layer of me shed off. I couldn't hold on to it anymore if I was to step into uh where I am now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. where I feel like I'm really supposed to be. Yeah. Um so before I left, you like I was going back and forth, like, yo, when I go to Dallas, if I go to Dallas, am I going to go radio? I go to radio part time and then try to train full time. Am I gonna try to host parties mm-hmm. and uh, you know, all that good jazz? And mm-hmm. so man, all these things are playing through my head, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like it came down to a hundred percent commitment mm-hmm. and what that really looked like. Mm-hmm. Um it looks different from to other people because mm-hmm. I could have did it. You know what I'm saying? I could have did it all when I first moved to Dallas. Right. But I don't think I'd be where I am now in the position I am. Why now. do you say that? Split focus? Split focus. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody nobody ever gets where they're supposed to be half focused. Mm-hmm. Anybody that ever got anywhere they want to be in life, they mm-hmm. were 100% laser focused. They mm-hmm. cut the family off, friends off. They got 100% focused. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, um, like, I knew... The opportunity I had was very small. Mm-hmm. It was very rare. Like, even to my mentor, BMAC, like, I tell him, like, bro, like, you gave a kid from Little Rock, Arkansas a chance at one of the top three training facilities in the world talk. to come and train. Real talk. And it was like, you don't know how significant that is. There's people in Little Rock that's been training for years. They're still in Little Rock. Real talk. And they don't know how hard it is to make it out where we're from. Mm-mm. It's very difficult very. to leave there, bro. Yeah, very. Either because of yourself, don't want to leave, yeah. or because you get sucked back into the, yeah. the city itself, right. or it's just you become complacent there. That's right. It's very hard to that's leave right. that place, bro. That's right. I don't think so, people understand that. So, yeah, that was it for me. So, the rebirth happened by me saying, making a 100% commitment to yeah. be focused to the why I was going to Dallas. Exactly. And I wasn't going to Dallas to become a bigger party promoter. No. I wasn't going to Dallas to be a radio DJ. I was going to Dallas to be a trainer at mm-hmm. this facility mm-hmm. for Michael Johnson performance. And, and that was it. That was it. Yep. And so, yeah. For somebody that wants to do the, something similar, maybe not training per se, but they want to leave their home, mm-hmm. they need to rebrand themselves mm-hmm. in order to, to step into whatever they're trying to do. Yeah. What advice would you give to that person? 
obviously you just said they need to be laser focused. That's, that's one it. of the biggest gems. Be authentic. But like, is there anything else you would tell them that's like if they want to make that type of jump? Yeah, be authentic, be genuine, be true to yourself. Yeah. Like, don't fake and flodge. You know what I'm saying? Like Dallas, Houston, Miami, all these bigger cities, like easy, especially your country boy from Little Rock. Right. Like, it's easy to get lost in the sauce. I see it all the time. Yep. People move to Dallas and get lost in the sauce. They out every night of the week. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? They live in paycheck to paycheck. Yep. They want to get the high rise in downtown and all this other. Cause they lost in the sauce, yep. you know what I'm saying? Yep. But if you really want to do what you want to do, you want to take that leap, you want to move, like be authentic, be genuine, be true to yourself, be who you are. Yep. Um, and people will love it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like people will really love it and they'll feed off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, or else, man, it could be it could be hard for you. It can get ugly real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll yeah. and you'll be sitting like, you know, the people I done met, bro, that come from our city, bro, and they'll move somewhere like here, mm-hmm. and then they be sitting there and have that recollection, like, I need to go back home. Yeah. Because you came out here and thought it was going to be sweet. That's right. You ain't got no family. You ain't got no connections. You got no network. Mm-hmm. And so and your car already raggedy. So yeah. the first thing that happened, yeah. now you in a jam. Yeah, you under. And it's over with. Yeah. You feel me? So I, that's, a, that's a major, major, major thing, bro. But so even for that, though, for you, you know, I think when it comes to us finding our purpose mm-hmm. and who we are and what we're supposed to be doing with our life, mm-hmm. everybody has that, that, that defining moment that hits them and they say, oh, this I can do this for the rest of my life. Damn. For you, what was that moment that you, when you was, was it when you was in the gym? Was you having a conversation? What, did you see a kid hit a certain peak of success that made you feel some type of way? What was it for you that made you say, yeah, I can wake up every single day and do this for the rest of my life? Man, uh, man, I'm a, I grew up playing ball. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, a, I'm an athlete first. Mm-hmm. So, football, um, basketball was life. Went to college for it. Um, you know, things didn't really go out how I wanted them to or how, you know, I would have liked them to, but right. what, what it, it was what it was. And I think that through me working, all these different kind of jobs, radio parties, everything, I, I didn't lose. Like, I started working out, like, just kind of, like, kind of regularly. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Um, and that was that. And then... I ain't gonna lie. Like, I think it wasn't until COVID. Mm. I thank God for COVID. I ain't gonna lie. I said the same thing. <laughs> people, people like, dang, that's crazy. It was hey, a lot dog. of mess. I get it was terrible, but I, I was happy for it. Yeah, it was terrible. But it was a blessing, bro. Because, like, it was literally like God was stripping me of everything that I did not need. Mm. You think about it. Like, He took away the radio, he took away all the parties, He took away all the. You couldn't go here, there, whatever. Cool. Wow. So you got in place of isolation. And so what what you could tell now what some people did with that isolation. Mm. Because some people got degrees, some people like studied, some people fast track courses and started businesses in COVID because they had time in isolation to focus and do what they needed to mm-hmm. do. And that was me. So I feel like um I feel like that was when I knew. I was like, cause I was I didn't have nothing else to do. So I literally I got like six certifications in like wow. six months, maybe. Wow. Like half a year. I, I was just, because I was at home all day. So I would study for like three hours and go run. And then I come back, eat, watch TV. Think about it. Like you ain't, you can't go nowhere. Yeah, even under, the world is on shut Like down. you got to think about how much time you got back during some people. If you took it serious, think about how much time you got back. You didn't have to go to a job for eight to 12 hours. You didn't have to go to a party, you didn't have to try to go shopping, you didn't have to try to go get a haircut, you could, nothing. Yep. 
And so None like, that's it. Yep. And so like, yep. it, it was in that moment wow. when I was working out, I was like, like, man, I could, I could do this. Like, wow, seeing this stuff, I was like, man, I know this, I could do this. Yeah. But it was in the midst of COVID. And that's when I started my business. That's crazy. You found a blessing in the, in the brokenness. In 100%. This, in this ugly time. 100%. That's crazy. That's crazy. Now we're going to come back with a quick commercial, y'all. And then we're going to do part two and get tired of the health and wellness side of things. We're going to drop some gems on that too, man. I hope y'all enjoyed this interview so far. Be sure to like and subscribe to this video. I will be right back with the rest. Hey, man, are you a small business, a nonprofit or organization that is in need of some real media? You know, like your social media sucks, right? Or you need a ghostwriter, right? Or you need somebody to just come in and make take your brand to the next level. Why haven't you called Esquire Writing and Media, man? We, we specialize in everything from ghostwriting to business plans, man, to business development and everything else in between. All you got to do is give us a call at 501-529-7324 or you can visit our website at speakupz, speakupzee.com slash Esquire. Man, and somebody be be sure to take good care of you, man. We love y'all, man. All right, back to the episode. All right, okay. So, kind of hopping into that health and wealth side of things, bro. Yeah. Um, doing what you've been doing, you know, as long as you've been doing it, as it's such high, like high level, like you said, you only got six certifications in the span of six months, right? In COVID, what are some of the biggest mistakes for all the athletes that are going to be watching this? Mm -hmm. What are some of the biggest, most common mistakes that you see athletes making? From a from a diet standpoint, from a workout standpoint, from a technique standpoint, maybe yeah. like what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see people making that you would speak on that can just help them, you know, be a better athlete, basically. I mean, honestly, it's just not taking it serious. You know yeah. what I mean? Thinking yeah. you're superhuman. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, which don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? Some of these young guys, man, they lift weights, they run fast, they do all the things, right? And they body, nothing happens. They eat what they want. Right. It's cool. Um, but. It's the, it's the shifting, you know what I'm saying? If you just think about how you perform now, think about how you could perform if you did take a diet serious and you did get rid of the alcohol and the useless candy and the junk food and um, pops and all this other stuff. Um, so I think the dieting is a really big thing Yeah. Um, that most pros don't figure it out until like later, yeah. until they become vets. But is it, but is it, is that junk, is that, okay. Two athletes come into the gym, mm -hmm. and you got this one guy. He's nowhere near as talented as guy, the second guy, but mm -hmm. he takes his diet seriously. Yeah. He does the work. He do, He listens to what you tell yeah. him. Are you able to, like, physically see the difference between the two when I it comes see, to, like, the you know what I'm saying, the longevity? Are you able to I see I say, yeah, sustainable. So it's, like, sustainable. Uh, it's all about, yeah, it's all about longevity. So it's about sustainable energy, sustainable strength, sustainable right. speed, right. Uh, sustainable weight loss. Like, anybody want to, like, you got to think about it, like, you do it fast, it's gonna come back fast. You do it slow, you do it the right way. Mm. People can kind of keep it off and keep going, trending in the right direction. That's a bar. So um, yeah, I can I can see. You do it see. fast, it's gonna come back fast. It's gonna come back fast. That's crazy. Hundred percent. And you see that a lot. All the time. Wow. Yeah. All the how, time. how do you deal with those guys? Like, because even in business, I think one of the things that frustrates me the most sometimes when I'm doing business, bro, yeah. is like when I if it was like. I want to help you build your business more than you want to. Yeah. I'm more serious about your marketing than you are. Yeah. I'm more serious about your project than you are. And I get to, I've got to a point, bro, not because I got a lot of money or because I think I'm all that or nothing, yeah. but I'm to the point where I'll sit down and say, I don't think this partnership is, is good for us. And I, I'll leave you alone. Mm -hmm. How do you deal with that when it comes to like working with people that you can tell I'm more serious about this than you are, bro? Man, they tell you straight, like you say. Yeah. I've cussed them out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey man, like you bullshit. Yeah, we just got a real combo. Yeah. Hey man, listen, you bullshit. Like you know what I'm saying? 
Like you really like you wasting my motherfucking time. Yep. You wasting yeah. I started then I got now I gotta talk to you real and raw. Right, so I gotta you know talk like I'm from Rock. Cause you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Cause now it's like, bro, like we wasting time. We wasting time. Yep. We could have made progress and we didn't make progress. And yep. so it's like, bro, like what the fuck are we really doing? Here? Real talk. You know what I'm saying? Cause you cause you paying me this money is nothing. Nah. You think are you thinking I'm gonna keep doing this because you paying me, but what you don't understand is that Somebody goes out there and see your performance. They're going to ask who you work with. That part. And then you're going to go tell them it was me. That and I'm part. like, I didn't teach that nigga to do that. Right. <laughs> I didn't tell him to do that shit. You got damn right. You feel so, me? I mean, that's just, I mean, man, and those that know, you know what I'm saying? Those that like the real ones, man, they know they take pride in what they do. It's just like a Picasso painting. You know what I'm saying? Like they take pride in the, in the, in the finished product. Like, yep. That's just what it is. Yep. So anybody go out there and they representation of me. And they and they and it doesn't look good, and it's just like, man, like you said, where you train it? You train with, oh yeah, but oh, damn, I lost a potential. Exactly. Anything because of you. Yep. And it wasn't because of me. Nope. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, all right, yeah, we gotta have a real conversation. Absolutely. And either we're gonna get it together, or I'm gonna drop you. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you ever had to do that, had yeah, to drop a sure. client before, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It ain't no hard feelings. No, ain't no hard feelings. I love you to death. There's some guys right now. Some are still playing, some are not. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's all love at the yeah, end of the day. Absolutely. Because they know I, I only, whenever I speak, I speak with passion, and I'm only meaning for the best. Right. Like I want the best for you. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and so like that's my goal. My goal is to get you in the best position to go perform, yeah. so you can go take care of your family. Absolutely. That's it. Absolutely. You know what and I mean? go sign that contract. That's it. Absolutely. You kind of talked about. The hard part of the journey, and I think that's why this is so important. Yeah. Because even though I would consider you to be successful, you still grinding too. Yeah. For you sure. feel me? For sure. But like, what would you say is like has been one of the most, the darkest parts of this journey? Because people don't get that, and I, and that's why I said I wanted to do this because when we watch a lot of these different type of interviews, yeah, they interviewing niggas that's already millionaires, <laughs> that's already owned and got yeah, it, and yeah, and you know yeah, what I'm saying? They yeah. got they good, yeah. But yeah. they don't. How often do we get to hear from the person that's doing it at a big level, yeah. but still in it, still in it, exactly, still in it. Still in it. So what's one of the 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 not so pretty parts about what you do the that you would say? So pretty parts, yeah. Because if somebody say, "Oh, now I hear I hear this interview. I want to go be a trainer. I want to oh, go work shit, with man. at one of the top places in the country." <laughs> and they don't even know what come with all that. Man, what would you say one of the ugly parts of this? Listen, it's uh you got to you really really you like I say, man, it's a lot of hours. Like I I don't know. I read this book and it's, you know, 10,000 hours. I read the book 10x rule. It's a couple of books that are my favorite books. Mm-hmm. Um and it's like it's only one way to get there, bro. A, you cannot quit. B, you got to figure that shit out. Yep. Yep. And C, it's like there is there's no other option. Yep. You know what I'm saying? If this is what you want to do. That's what you really want. And that's just what it is. And I think that people, some people do get a misconstrued. I get people all the time want to say, I want to be like you. I want to do what you do. Can I come shout at you? Can I come this and that? I'm like, yeah, babe, come on. Yeah. And they shout at me. And they see I'm there at 6 a.m. and I don't leave till 8 p.m. Yeah. And like, might not get to eat. You feel me? They don't see none of that. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Yep. So it's like the darkest time and the hardest parts is probably the isolated moments. Like mm. you're gonna lose a lot of people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Along the way, some yeah. good, some bad. Some gonna fall off because they didn't need to be there. Right. Some gonna fall off because you don't have the capacity 
to give them anything else. Mm. Mm. Um, and that's okay. And like okay. you got to know that's okay, bro. Absolutely. Like it'll be fine. Absolutely. Like you know what I mean? Because like another girlfriend or your you know boyfriend, if you whatever girlfriend, a girl, a lady want to get into the industry, it's going another one gonna come around. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And they gonna understand where you are in your life. Now, don't get me wrong. This is all seasonal. Because where I am now and how hard I'm grinding and just the point I'm in, it's only seasonal, so it won't be like this forever. Absolutely not. So I might meet somebody on the back end and mm -hmm. you know, be in a different space, more time, more capacity to, to give to somebody else. But yeah, man, you're going to spend some time alone. Yep. Um, some people going to fall off the wagon. And um, I mean, it's, it's you're going to question yourself and doubt. Like, like I say, never quit and figure that shit out. 100%. That's the biggest ones. Biggest ones. So that's the dark side of it. Can yep. you can you think of a even though you deal with all that, yeah. Can you think of a story or an instance or a testimony, maybe, where you may maybe it was seeing the kid walk across the stage and get that hat and shake the commissioner's hand. Maybe it was yeah. you know, yeah. one of your you know, athletes being able to sign a cross a cross country, you know, contract or getting an endorsement deal, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Can you think of an instance where you said, Yeah, even though it is isolated. Even though it is some dark days, yeah. even though I do think about quitting sometimes, yeah. this makes it worth it. Can you think of one of them stories? I mean, I got plenty, man. Right, but I what, mean, what's one that's like really near and deep? Like, damn, oh, you in tears, bro. Oh, man. You feel right. me? So, um, this one of my this one of my athletes has been with me for a while. Right. So she run track. Yeah. Uh, Kyra Petway. Uh, went to Baylor. Shout you know out to Kyra. Saying? Shout out to Kyra, Shout man. out to the well, Shout out to Pet. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, look, man, I mean... When I first met her, like, I just told her this because it, we had a conversation and she kind of got into her feelings, but mm -hmm. I wasn't going to take her as a client mm -hmm. because at the time, I wasn't, like, that wasn't my thing. I wasn't working with track athletes like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so at the time, I had a guy doing sales, comes to me, said, yo, you got a new client. And Kyra, she went track, woo, woo, woo. I'm like, fuck, but I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know nothing about this. Woo, woo, woo. I said, man, whatever. Cool. I'll take it. Come on. I go pull her up, look her up, and I'm saying, look at her times, and I'm like, look at a couple of her races. I'm like, all right, baby, we can work with something. Let's right. see. First session, she don't say shit. Be quiet as hell. I'm like, oh no, I definitely <laughs> can't work with her. You know what I'm saying? Um, she don't say nothing. Like she literally, I tell her what to do, she just nod and then she'll do it. But like she was a worker, so I was like, all right, cool. Next session she came, same thing. I was like, man, at least she's showing up. Like, right. Whatever. Slowly but surely, like, um, Long story short, fast forward to her senior year at Baylor, she's the fucking 100 meter record holder. Sheesh. At Baylor. Sheesh. You know what that I'm saying? That ain't easy. That's not easy. That's a major power five. And so, um, yeah, man, that was that was crazy for me. Yeah. Um, that was crazy for me to to really witness and experience like. All the emotions. Exactly. From not wanting to take her on yep. to thinking it's not going to work. Exactly. To seeing a glimpse of a really good athlete. Yep. To seeing her go back to school and then make these strides. And then you do that. Like, now you now you PR. Yeah. And, like, now you, oh, now you're a record holder? Yeah. Like, that's, like, I, told, I tell her now, like, bro, that's forever. That's forever. That's you can right. go to Baylor 20 years from now and you're there. I'm in the record. Even if somebody breaking, like you top five, or if somebody, nobody's broken it yet. Yeah. Like it hasn't happened. Yeah. You know, yet. That's crazy. Will it happen? Probably so. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, man. So that 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 moment right there was like a really, 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 really dope moment for me. Yeah. Um, and now, shit, we, you know, now we pro. Absolutely. We on a different different route. Absolutely. So man, I would have probably cried too. You feel <laughs> me? Like that's crazy because it, I can kind of compare it to like speaking, bro. When I'm speaking, or I'm doing my thing, and the crowd is quiet, I start to question myself. Yeah. Like damn, is they am I killing it or yeah. are they feeling yeah. me? Yeah. But sometimes I have to ask myself, I have to think about it. Yeah, they probably so quiet because they so in tune with what I'm saying. That too. And for you, that I bet too. when she was like not really responding, yeah. not really saying much, you questioning like, yeah. is she fucking with my is my technique? Yeah. Like, you feel I'm me? Like, well, she not fucking with me. Now, <laughs> but it was crazy because like I would tell her to do something, and like she'll nod. Like, and if I would do a demonstration, she'll yeah. watch it and then she'll go do it. And if she mess it up, she was kind of like frustrated. So I was like, well, okay, she listening. Like because like if she care like an athlete exactly. that don't care would just run through it and be like okay what's next like she would be like getting down and try to do it again try to do it again and I'd be like nah 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 do it like this and she'll watch do it and then she'll go right back to it and try to fix it so I was like I was like we might work, be alright I can work with her we might be alright absolutely absolutely bro in this game and I think this this is this is life but I, but in particular when it comes to fitness when it comes to athletes is it almost imperative. If you want to go to a high level, at least, yeah, to have a trainer, a coach, and mentor, like, is it almost like you can't make it without one? Yeah. Is, is it almost no. to that point? Yeah, for sure. Um, like, if you said I want to go to the league, I want to, I want to break records, I want to be one of the top track yeah, stars, whatever the case may be, it's almost like, yeah, you can't, you can't coach yourself, right? Um, those that are held on this pedestal that are superstars and megastars and all that, they have teams, right? Dedicated to them and their bodies. LeBron James, he has yeah. a team. Real talk. He has a Cairo, has a PT. Yep. He has a, a, a physical like a like a trainer, a performance trainer, then right. he has a skills trainer, then he has a dietitian, then he has a chef. Like that's six people. I'm probably missing some. Right, for sure. You know you get what I'm saying? He's been Floyd Mayweather, on that. same thing. You think about these people that achieve greatness, like you know what I'm saying? Tom Brady, same thing. Like it's not no secret sauce. Yeah, you can't train yourself. You can't train yourself. You can't critique yourself. I don't care what nobody's saying. It don't work like that. Like, <coughs> can you seek out somebody that's like a professional that knows what they're doing and know what to look for? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Then you have some of those that have just mama pops or you know dad. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um. That all you really need is that motivation and somebody to watch you. Yep. And somebody to say one more rep. You got one more rep in you. Yep. Or somebody to say. Like you ain't doing shit mm-hmm. to kind of push you over the edge and make you never feel like you. Now you just always more. It's more, more, more. I gotta go harder, harder, harder. Mm-hmm. But nah, man. Like you, you need that uh, on the highest levels. You need that. Yeah, hundred percent. You can't just do it alone. Nah. And so for all the people out there that think you can just, oh, I can just YouTube it, or oh, I can just, <laughs> I can wing it, I can figure it out. Yeah, you might be make some, make some type of peak of success. But like you said earlier, like if you doing this well on your own, yeah. Imagine what you'll do if you get the right people around. That's right. Imagine if you get a That's team. Right. That's right. So, so Jay, man, I told you when, before we got off when we was off camera. I said we're gonna lead the people with yeah. something that they can really ponder on. Okay. That final, I call it food for thought, is what yeah. I call. It. That's the segment. Yeah. yeah. So, if you can lead the people with any gym, whether it's about business, it can be about life, it can be about fitness, it can be about health and wellness, anything you can think of that you feel is is most necessary off this interview today. What would you lead the people with? It can be multiple things. Ah, oh, man. At the, so yeah, a couple of different things. So one, bro, none of this shit really matter. Mm-hmm. Like, if what you think is your standard of success and your level of success, or your trials or your tribulations, like it don't really matter. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, strip away all of that, 
and try to really focus on yourself, where you are, where you want to be, how you want to get there. Mm. Don't get caught up in looking at my page or looking at Z page or looking at somebody else's page. I'm telling you right now, it's fucked up. Boy. It's a crazy game right boy. now. And that ain't the way to it's do it. a lot it. of facade out here, boy. Not going to get you where you need to be. <laughs> and so I really was just advise you, like, don't don't buy into that. Don't play into that. Um, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot on that. Yep. Uh, number two is even though it's ugly and the road is dark, it's mm. worth it. Mm. Simple. Um that's just what it is. I mean, the um, the rewards, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The the the, the nastiest trails and endeavors uh, yields the highest rewards. Um, I'm a firm believer in that. Um, if this is something that you want to do, whatever it is, say it again. You gotta put the hours in. Yeah. If you think that you want to be a dope photographer, or videographer, or a trainer, or a chef, it don't matter. And you're only doing it for like two hours a day or like every other day, once a week. Yeah. You sometimes hear about hobby. it. Yeah. You, you, you treat them like an option. Yeah. That's, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're not going to get where you want to be. 100%. Um, and it's okay. Like, there are people that do work nine to fives, 40 hours a week, go work, go home, and they live a regular life. That's cool too. Absolutely. So I want you to know, like, a regular life is cool. Like you don't have to be on the boats with the chains and popping bottles. <laughs> like it don't have to be all it that. No, it don't. You know what I'm saying? No, it don't. But if you do want to do what you want to do, whatever it is at a high level, you got to put the hours in. Like, and it's almost got to be selfish. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's almost got to get to a point of selfishness where you got to put yourself first and what you're trying to do and what you're trying to accomplish before everything and everybody. If they real friends, they will understand. Yep. If she your down chick, if she your girlfriend or whatever, she will understand. Yep. Same thing. If that's your dude and he say you his want, he will understand. Absolutely. Mom, dad, oh, for sure. They definitely going to understand. Yep. So, you know what I mean? That's that. And, yep. I mean, man, lastly, bro, like, whatever you do, man, just lead with the passion. You know what I'm saying? I do what I do because I care. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm passionate about this shit. Like, mm -hmm. That's just what it is. Anybody that know know me, like, and you come to this training session, it's intense for a reason. Not because you, I need to push you and you need that. It's because, like, we feeding off energy because mm -hmm. I'm passionate about it. And if you ain't matching it, you're going to feel some type of way. You're Absolutely. Like, I'm tripping right now. Jay tripping. Like, whoa, hold on. Whatever you're going to do, lead with passion, bro. Don't worry about the money. Lead with passion. Don't go searching for the bread. It come fast, it'll go fast. Absolutely. Guaranteed. Absolutely. I don't think we can end no better way than that, man. Food for thought. Y'all should be good and full. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, Jay, fam, I appreciate it, bro. Man, My love. dog. You feel me? You came, you showed up, man. You can do what your schedule was going to do. Yeah. And uh, without a doubt, I know um, they're going to get a lot of value from okay. this episode. You okay. know? And I like to kind of recap some of the biggest things you said. So, some of the biggest things that stuck out to me was, man, customer service is everything. That's everything, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes you got to be willing to do the free things to get mm -hmm. to the bigger thing you want. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And then the food for thought speaks for itself. I don't even got to recap that. You <laughs> dig? But um, again, man, y'all be sure to like and subscribe to this video, man. 
follow the podcast, man. Leave your review. Let us know what you think about it. You know, who should we bring on next? Because um, all we're trying to do is, man, create the platform so people with a, a dope story, with a dope passion, you know, that's really moving and shaking out here so they can get the recognition they deserve. Um, man. But until next time, man, this is Z Streets the Podcast, man. We love y'all. Peace.